As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Very spooky. Hi, everyone. Today is very, very sadly the last day of Spotify Live and Campfire Stories. Um, Yeah. I mean, from what we've heard, we think the app might be gone tomorrow. So (laughs) we don't have access to this pretty soon. I know. It's so sad. We're so heartbroken. This has been, I mean, this is episode 59 of this. We have just loved every single second with all of you it has been so fun to connect with everyone it's It's spooky spooky tuesdays Tuesdays. it's just been so cool to like connect on such an intimate level with everyone we feel like we're just all best friends just spooky friends all on a spooky platform so we just want to let you know we are heartbroken by this i know a lot of you are disappointed as well but we corinne and i are doing everything we can and are making it one of our top priorities in 2023 to find an alternative source to this. We've had a few conversations. We have a conversation with our reps tomorrow to try to figure out what the best platform is and how to make it possible because trust us, this is, this is something we look forward to every week. I know we want to be here every week. We just need to figure out what to do, what would work best And full transparency, I think a lot of people have given us great suggestions for different apps to go to, but a lot of them, uh, really all of them, have been video. And here's my fear. People are going to be chat roulette style. We're going to have some creeps showing us their dinglings, and I don't want that for any of us. And we, the only dinglings we want to see are the ghost ones in New Orleans, and that's it. And that's it. (laughs) And that's it. Put your dinglings away. 
until then we're going to, we're going to figure it out. You know, we're scheming, we're working with our team to, to figure out like what people do in this sort of situation, where can we all go? So yeah, this is the last campfire stories for now. We will say, because we're hopeful it will pick up for now somewhere else. I love Sarah's idea, a TGOG app. Oh, fine. Let's I just buy that. Spotify Live, make it the TGOG app. <laughs> we buy Spotify Live and then we should have like, we should also buy one of those ghost detector apps and have that be a function in it. Ooh. Yeah. Because we, in this scenario, won the lottery and have access and the ability to buy all the apps and um, acquire companies. Yeah. Yes. You know Wouldn't what? That'd be great. Enough of us. You hear us talk shop and we're literally about nothing all the time. (laughs) (laughs) So let us get into the ghost stories. This is, like we said, it's not going to be the last time we do something like this, but it is the last time we are doing it on Spotify Live. So we want to make the most of tonight. We want to get as many of you up here to share your ghost stories as possible tonight. And there's no better way to get out of this sorrow than by listening to all of you share ghost stories and I don't know, scare our pants off, whatever, but not show our dinglings because we're not on video. Um, exactly. So exactly. here's the <laughs> 411. This is the plan, friends. Everyone, buckle up. We are going to do a power hour of ghost stories. We want to get as many of you up here as possible. So, as you have heard us say many times, Please try to keep your story to five minutes maximum. Pick one story. I know a lot of you have so many encounters that you want to share with us, but pick your favorite or give us two options. Corinne and I will help pick a favorite and um, have Have fun. fun. Be kind and have fun (laughs) and treat everyone really well in the chat and love each other. I don't know. Just be friends. Anyway. So five minute ghost stories because we're going to try to get as many people up here as possible. Starting Exactly. So I'm going to start with Helen. I think that's how you say your name. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Melinda. All right. Hi. Hello. How do you say your name? Haylin. Haylin. Okay. I'm going to make this quick. Um, (laughs) uh, So I have a sleep paralysis story. It was pretty creepy to me. I don't usually have a lot of um, encounters or anything, but since I started listening to y'all's podcast, I, uh, had a, a sleep paralysis. It was weird. So I was in bed and I was facing towards my wall and like me and my husband, we both have like a fan because we're like sweaty fucks. And so we both, he has a fan. It's like one of those industrial ones. It's like or whatever. And so like his is on the other side of the bed and I'm laying there and I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm awake, but I I know I'm not, or like, I can't move or anything. So I hear like a kid in the background and I somehow like sense his presence. And I'm like, I feel like this is a kid behind me. And he starts like babbling and like, he's not speaking like real words. It's just like, nah, 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 blah, nah, nah, nah. and I'm like, okay, this is weird. And so then all of a sudden it turns into like a guttural, like, like, and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my gosh. And so like I pop up and I'm like, oh, hey. like I scream and I turn around and I scream. And I'm like, Hey, and it just like stopped. Like I was out of it or whatever, but it was like, it was real quick. And I tell my my sister and my mom about, and they're like, yeah, that was sleep paralysis. I was like, that's weird. I never really had any, like anything like happened to me like that. So it was just like creepy, but I don't know how I got out of it. It just like happened. Well, I'm glad you did get out of it. And I, oh. you were like just a badass. And then when you're like, yeah, stop it, <laughs> tell him the spirit off. Yeah. Although I feel bad that you had gone so long having <laughs> not experienced this. And now suddenly you have sleep paralysis. <laughs> Did you listen to a specific episode before this happened? Do you remember? Man, I don't know. I've been trying to listen since like 2020, um, but I've been just like binging it as much as I can. I sent a couple emails, but I haven't haven't even caught up on all the episodes. I like just started listening to campfires and stuff like that. So I was like, I hope I get to tell the story because I wanted to like tell it in like live or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, that one, that's the main thing that I feel like I've had the most like paranormal thing with. Well, it's definitely scary. So sorry you experienced that. We hope that the continuation of listening does not bring up more. And if it does, let us know. Yeah, for sure. Like 
I don't know. I don't think it is like I freak myself out like almost every night before bed. And I'm like, I don't know why I'm scared. Cause like, even when I wake up and it's dark, I'm like, I don't see anything. I just like creep myself out. I'm like, what if like everybody else's stories just stick with me and like they go through my head mm. like most of the time. And I'm like, okay, stop thinking about that. Just <laughs> go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but it does sound like you're pretty intuitive. I mean, the fact that when you were experiencing that, you felt the presence of a young kid. Yeah. It was weird. I never, I never felt nothing like that, but I could tell it was like a child and then it turned like demonic. Demonic. Oh, classic. See, (laughs) see, this is what I'm saying. All the little kids, they're just demons. (laughs) Kids are demons. That's the lesson here. (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, it was super dope um, getting to talk to y'all. Thank you for coming. Yeah, so glad you got to share your story on here. Thank you for raising your hand. Thank you. Have a good night. I'm so, I shouldn't say this. I, I just, I'm so glad I've never had sleep paralysis. Knock, knock on wood. Yeah, knock, <laughs> knock on wood. Knock hard I, on wood. Did you yeah. hear it? Yeah, given your uh, tendency to astral project and to have other beings around you throw you back in your body, I feel like, I feel like you're, you're a big risk of possession. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Don't put that on me. Yeah. Okay. On that note, I'm going to bring up Melinda. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Alba. (laughs) Hello, Melinda. Hello. Hi. Who's that little squish? That is my dog, Tucker. I've had for 13 years now. He is an old part, but I love him. (laughs) What a cutie. 13 is a lucky number too. So I know. I'm like, okay, nothing bad is going to happen this year. And knock on wood. Nothing has happened this year. With good. So I'm like, oh, good. But my, my vet keeps telling me, like, he's getting older, you know. Be prepared for some things to start happening. Oh. Like, well, don't manifest it. Yeah, no. Lots yeah. of love to Tucker. Oh, thank you. Okay, well, I'll make my story super quick. Um, so my story is one where it was a long time ago. I was still a Girl Scout, and we had made a trip to Savannah, Georgia, to visit like the head of the Girl Scout um, headquarters. I guess I, I don't know the proper word for honor. it, but um, we were all like moving up to a next level. So that's what the trip was for. And I have, me and my mom have always believed in ghosts. So we were like, we're in Savannah, one of the most haunted cities in America. We're going to go to all of the haunted places. So we went to the (laughs) old pink house and we had dinner there. And just a little background about the old pink house, like each floor, somebody has either died because of a disagreement or an argument or like in the attic there was a woman who hung herself because her love was not coming back to her like there are a bunch of different deaths and hauntings at this place i've never heard of this place now i want to do research on it it's very interesting whenever i was there and i actually have photos that i could submit in the discord of (gasps) oh please do photos with orbs in one of them and no orbs in the other one um, please send those. I'm running to Discord too to grab the link for anyone who doesn't have it. But um, as we were there, one of the people in my Girl Scout troop, she didn't really believe in ghosts. So the whole time we were there, she was like, there are no such thing as ghosts. Like, if you're a ghost here, make yourself known. And the whole time we were eating dinner, I was on edge because I was like, something is about to happen. And sure enough, we were seated in a corner where there's a dumb waiter that was closed off. It's right behind me. And the door to the dumbwaiter had a latch on it so it wouldn't open anymore because it's not in use. But there was a loud bang on the dumbwaiter door. And Ugh, why are dumbwaiters so creepy? Right? I I was so scared. I jumped out of my seat and started walking away and turning around to like look at the dumbwaiter door. And as I'm turning around to look at the door, my chair just falls over. I was like, okay, I'm out. Oh, I did not disrespect you guys. That was her, oh her, not me. Wait, was she right with yeah, you? Yeah, she was Wait, sitting she right next it? to me. And she was like, I have no idea what that was. And I was like, um, it's because you were taunting everyone here. Yeah, that's a call and response. What do you mean? You asked for it. <laughs> exactly. I was like, she's the one who asked for it, not me. But yeah, that is my 
So did she believe? Did, did that make her believe? Yeah, actually, to this day, whenever I still talk to her, she's like, that is one of the only experiences I've had, but it's definitely made me more open to... Oh, okay. That kind of makes me happy. At least it was worth it, you know? Exactly. <laughs> and it wasn't... I mean, it's definitely scary. Don't get me wrong, but like, it didn't... You know, it wasn't harmful. It didn't follow you home. It was kind of like, let me just, you know, exactly. I'm gonna I, and I'm going to prove to you I'm real. And that is exactly what it did. And um, there was a table sitting next to us in the same room because it was a house converted into a restaurant. So like all the rooms are kind of small. So there's only like two or three tables in each room. The table next to us was like, we saw everything. No one touched your chair. No one. There was no one near the dumbwaiter door. You can't, because my friend was trying to like make logical explanations out of it. And I was like, I'm pretty sure that's just the spirits making themselves known to you. Yeah. Wow. You got to witness a skeptic become a believer. <laughs> that's at the best. Camp or headquarters or whatever. Yeah. So cool. Well, thank you so much for having me come up here. Thank you, Melinda. Thank you. Lots of love to you and Tucker. Thank you. Thank you. Happy holidays. Also, for everyone who is a Patreon donor, Corinne is a miracle worker, superhuman, and stuffed how many, like 600 Patreon thank yous? Or not thank yous, Christmas cards, holiday cards. Holiday cards, yeah. And See, we're so is... excited about them, though. Like the card, we're very excited about We're the very card. excited. But this is a classic example of, you know how sometimes we talk about how I have too much confidence in myself, unrealistically so? when I swing too hard on that side, this is an example of that where I was like, it'll take me only a few hours to do this. No, <laughs> do me 10 hours. <laughs> yeah. And the fact that you didn't like have a TV on or anything else. I was, like, I was working you... too fast. I was like, what'd you do while you're in? You're like, nothing. I just I had, like five stamps this. on every single finger. They're all crooked. They're all crooked guys. You know what? People don't keep the envelopes. People are going to keep the card. Brian put maybe 20 stamps on to help me. And I was looking over and I was like, oh, make sure you try to get them straight. And he goes, I'm putting them on crooked so people know a machine didn't do it. And it has a personal touch. He was like consciously like, I want them to know. And he was going through every address. And he was like, oh, I wonder if this person knows so-and-so. Oh, this person's so close to this other person. I wonder. He he was very getting real into the personal details of your guys' life. So we know where you live now. We know where you live. Actually, there was one time where uh, I was like looking at the merch orders and someone like ordered merch literally around the corner. I was like, should I just go over to their place and knock on the door and be really creepy? Like, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I've seen some people that live near you too. I know. I know. I'm like, hmm. Hmm. Um, Okay. I'm going to bring up Alba. And then after that, McKibben. I'm sorry if I said your name incorrectly. I feel like McKibben was a... Teasing some stories in the chat too. Oh, hello, uh, Alba. Hello, can you guys hear me? We can, and I love that you're in yes, front of the can. Winchester Mystery House. Is that what it is in the photo? Uh, yes, I just went for my birthday on <gasps> December second. Oh my god, I'm getting over a sore throat. Happy Thank belated. You. Getting over a sore throat. I'm like, you guys would pick me the day that I sound not like myself. Anyway. Thank you. Um, yeah, I went I and we did um, this tour. It was the Walk with the Spirits tour. And me and my husband were the only two in the tour. So we... Wow, that's nice. Like a private tour. Yeah, and everybody was like in the front taking pictures. So we thought they were going to be a part of the tour. No, we were the only ones. And it was great. It was really spooky. We did like a seance. Was, we tried oh, to talk what to a girl. dream. Super spooky. What? Yeah. Oh my god! Oh did god. you talk to anyone? Um, they tried to get us to do. I think you did it at the Stanley. They did like the lollipop thing in the basement. Mm, yeah, yeah. No, nothing came through, and I think it was because I was way too terrified. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it was super fun. And then I actually did send you guys some photos from it. I got like a picture of something in in the mirror, in the mirror, in the window. Oh. <gasps> Okay, we need to look at that, Corinne. Is your ghost story from Winchester Mystery House or do you have No, actually. It's okay. actually a sleep paralysis story. Um, oh my gosh, there's a theme tonight, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> from a few years ago. So um, we lived in this one bedroom apartment and everything's super small, so you can hear everything in the house. And when I lived there, I'm not going to lie, I was drinking a lot. I was young. I was... <laughs> You know, I was doing, I was doing a lot, right? It was, I would get sleep paralysis a lot there. And I think it was because I think it had to do with the drinking. I think I was just so, you know, not really positive, not really 
it's just a lot was getting to me. Mm -hmm. So I also people have said that like drinking sometimes can open yourself up even more because you're like your walls are down. You're lowering yeah. your defenses. And yeah. The sad part is it's not like anything good. It's like negative stuff. It's it was it was very creepy. So one night in particular that really stuck with me, um, my husband would always get up to go to the bathroom and he would like leave the bathroom light on and I can hear everything, right? Well, that night, um, I heard him get up and he's very affectionate. So he gets up and he like it's not out of the ordinary for him to give me a kiss before he like leaves the room. So he gets up, gets out, you know, gives me a kiss. And as he's giving me the kiss, I hear him in the bathroom peeing. So as, as his lips are like on like my lips, I hear him in the bathroom peeing. Oh my gosh. It's so unsettling. No, no. I like opened my eyes. Good job, honey. So I opened my eyes. <laughs> and I shot them open and I couldn't I didn't see anything but like I could still feel like you know the after the lingering effect of his lips on mine and I all like I knew it was a sleep paralysis oh. because I was actually like I was able to move and then I just started crying and my husband came back in and he I was like turn off the light throw away throw away and he was just like what happened and he's not very like into the paranormal or supernatural or anything so he was like it was probably just a dream but no he was very like oh my god are you okay because he's never seen me like a spirit yeah kissed you it was horrible it was horrible it was so bad oh my god and that realization that it's not him oh yes it was definitely like the honestly the most terrifying thing I've ever experienced just because it was as he was there I heard him in the bathroom and I'm like what what the actual fuck what is this is very creepy i just hope i just okay let me put a positive spin on this okay i think we need one i think we need one thank you corinne i hope that he was thinking about kissing you so hard that his astral body for a minute (laughs) reached out and did kiss you let's hope but yeah and also your your guys's podcast is very much haunted because ever since i started listening i started listening in october of all months the freaking demonic month (laughs) 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 and so many things have been happening and it's so funny because i tell everybody at work everybody's like oh what are you listening to and i always tell them i'm very honest and so when things happen at work they're like oh my god alba get your freaking ghosts (laughs) (laughs) get your ghost out of here that is so funny is that a creepy kid we hear in the background yes she's super creepy she's two years old does she see ghosts i don't think okay i don't think she she my husband says she doesn't but i swear to you there's been so many times where she will literally like just point at nothing and be like ghost and i'm like no honey no ghost maybe maybe ghost we have a baby monitor and at night, like, the baby monitor will kind of freak out. Like, it, it'll go quiet. Like, you know, silent. You can't hear anything from it. And then it'll get really loud out of nowhere. Because we have, like, a lot of machine. And, and yeah. yeah, and then she wakes Ooh. up and she'll talk to, like, the corner of her room. And, like, it, it kind of sounds like she's, like, reasoning with something. Like, she's, like, in her baby talk, like, talking with something, reasoning. And my husband's like, no, she's just dreaming. She's just fast. <laughs> no man she sees ghosts you okay yeah no oh thanks for bringing me on definitely look look at that email i'm gonna send it in the discord too because oh thank yes. you alba thank you for sharing thank you so much you, you too. too okay i'm putting okay I'm putting the discord link in again i'm just gonna keep slapping that thing in the chat so that everyone can get there see all of the photos being shared there as well all right i'm gonna bring up uh, apparently the nickname is mac and that's easier to say so oh Mac, how do you say your name? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites 
according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Uh, McKibben, but Mac is good for my nickname. Okay, lovely. Hi, how are you? Do you see dead people? <laughs> no, no, no. So this is a, uh, uh, it's a sleepover story. And so uh, back in like 2018, I was 15 and I was sleeping over at my friend's house in Kaysville, Utah. It's like north of Salt Lake City, Utah. He lives like near this cul-de-sac in this like pretty biggish house. But anyway, it was getting late. And so we played like these supernatural games. So we looked up scary games online and we came across one that's called like Cat Scratch. Basically, you like sit down on the person's lap and you rub the temples of their um, head while you say like this scary story about a cat while saying like cat scratch, cat scratch, cat scratch in between sentences. And then we did that game and what's supposed to happen is you're supposed to get a scratch on the back of your, on the back, on your back. So I did that to him. Like I was rubbing his temples and we were doing that and nothing happened. Like I lifted up his shirt and there was nothing there. So that first game was a bust, but that comes into play later. So the second game we did was kind of like the same one as the first one. You rub the temples of their head. It's called red door, yellow door, any other color door. And so we were doing that and you're supposed to chant that red door, yellow door, any other door. And so I was doing that too. I kept saying the phrase over and over. And you're supposed to have your hands like above your body, like in the air, like holding them up while laying down. And you're supposed to like relax in like this trance state. So I did that to him. So like what you're supposed to do, or you're supposed to like describe the room you're in, in your mind, like what's in the room to the person. And so he was doing that. Oh, by the way, he's such a skeptic of the supernatural. Like he doesn't believe it at all. But like, I obviously do so much. (laughs) And like, they say like online, we were reading online. Like if you die in the game, you supposedly die in real life. Nope. (gasps) What the heck? Wait, you believe that? Why would you play this? I don't know. We were super young and like dumb and I just wanted to see if it worked actually. Yeah. But also you're not supposed, like if you see a man in a suit with no face, you're like supposed to wake up or whatever. I was doing this to him and then he said like he entered a green colored door and I asked like, what's around you? And then he said that he saw like a man in a suit with no face. And like, I like told him to wake up, but I never told him about the man in the suit. So I was like, oh my gosh. So he went into playing this game, not knowing what he was actually supposed to say. (gasps) And then as soon like, like when you're on a roller coaster and your stomach drops, that's the same feeling I had when he said that he saw like a man in like a suit and he couldn't really see his face. But after this, like we got super freaked out and then we stood up and then (laughs) So he said that he felt something on his back and I lifted up his shirt and there were three scratch marks on there. Not nope, so nope, 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 nope. But like it was there. I tried. Yikes. I have a picture on my old phone of it because I took a picture of it. Oh, if you can find it, send it to us. I know that's sometimes hard because old phones, who knows where the photos are. But that's my sleepover story. And then I didn't, I never told him about the man in the suit because that just freaked me out. But we just went to bed after and I was just, I Definitely probably didn't go to bed. Yeah. I just stayed up all night. Okay, wait. So your friend after this, after getting scratched, is is he a believer? Like, what was his excuse for not believing in the paranormal after that? Oh, he's, he was just like, oh, that's nothing. Like, my shirt probably got wrinkled and made those. But I, but it was ah! it just was so obvious. He still doesn't. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious to me, too. Oh, I mean, for him to see the guy in the suit with no face, like, what the f- Fuck. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing this, Mac. We're definitely going to have to look up this game because, you know, I love paranormal games. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. This is making me realize that if all of us came together and had a haunted sleepover, it would be the most haunted sleepover of all haunted sleepovers because we're all nervous Nellies, but also tempted by the paranormal that I feel like it would just be a night of hunting ghosts and playing paranormal games. <laughs> I, yes, a sleepover with everyone in this room would be horrifying. Like that is a nightmare. (laughs) 
as much fun as it would be, I know Eric would be running around with his like EMF readers and like calling on the ghosts. Someone would come up here with like a Ouija board and I'd be like, no, no, no. They'll go to the bathroom, let people bloody Mary. It would be like actual yes. paranormal chaos. I know. The, all of the spirits from Bermuda will follow Birdie here. We're all going to get haunted. <laughs> We all have sleep, like a combined sleep paralysis in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, gosh. It would be really fun to have a two girls, one ghost sleepover. It would. Jessica said, beyond chaotic. Beyond. And that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> it is fun. That is my idea of fun. Chaos is fun. Chaos. Okay. I'm going to bring up Molly and then after that, Cherish. Hi, guys. Hello, Molly. Hello, Molly. Hi, thanks for bringing me up. So I have a story that's kind of related to sleeping, not sleep paralysis or anything. You know, so I'll be okay. quick. Um, I heard this story whenever I was little. It's a story about my great aunt's rental house um, from back in the day, which was very haunted. So um, I live in Pittsburgh, so it's up north of Pittsburgh. And she was renting an old farmhouse with her new husband, Mike. And they had a newborn baby. And they could tell that the house was haunted by a woman who was attached to Mike. And Mike would travel for work. And so whenever Mike was away, um, things like things would happen to my Aunt Olivia. Some of them would be the phone would just always have a busy signal. So whenever Mike would call in to check on Olivia, he wouldn't be able to get through. And he just thought he, she was talking on the phone. That like freaks me out. It makes me think of what serial killers do, like disconnect the line or take it off the hook. Yeah, right. And she never got the call. So she just didn't think he was calling. So there was no communication in or out of the house. And then um, she would put the newborn baby to bed with a bottle tightened, like an adult would tighten. And then it would the baby would always wake up crying with the bottle open on it, like spilled all over him. Yeah. And he clearly couldn't have opened it because he was an infant. And then, um, yeah. And the last thing that would happen whenever she was, he was away and she was there was when she was downstairs in like the living and dining room area, all of the gas burner stove like would turn on. It's like all at once. So the gas like stove was on and then all of the curtains in the living room would just fall off of their rods, like all at once. So there was a lot of movement in the house. And then so that was all of that whenever he was away. Jeez. And then, so they were in a rental, keep in mind. So I don't know why they stayed this long. It was all this activity that was creeping her out. And then one time when my Uncle Mike was there, they were in bed and there was a gust of wind that brought leaves from a plant that was downstairs up the staircase, down the hallway, and then they landed on their bed. And then there was a voice that was saying, Mike, Mike, yeah. I don't know if I explained that right, but basically there was like a house plant what downstairs, a gust of wind randomly, all the windows were shut, a gust of wind pulled the leaves off the plant, brought them up the stairs, down the hallway, onto their bed. And then the ghost was saying, Mike, Mike. And they looked at each other and my uncle Mike was like, what, what did you say? And she said, I did not say that. And they grabbed the baby and they left. They never went back. <gasps> oh, I would 100% have done the same I'm thing. Glad That's they got terrifying. Out but yeah, very creepy. Wow. Oh, gosh. This is not the right way to picture this scenario at all. But the Pocahontas song was playing in my head where she's, you know, like the the color of the wind. But it's like (laughs) the creepiest version of it coming up the stairs, bringing the houseplant leaves. Mike, Mike, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to, to grab the baby and leave. You have to go down the stairs. You have to maybe pass the spirit or whatever the heck it is. Yeah, they, they never really figured out what was in the house. They had it blessed and everything, and nothing ever calmed it down. So whenever it escalated to that point, they were like, nope, we are out of here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad for the baby's sake that they're they're gone. Yeah. The house is still there, and we pass yes. it. Um, and it's definitely still creepy. It's like an old farmhouse. So, and, and do you know if people are living there? It looks like it. So I don't know. I should put like a letter. I should mail them a letter that asks them if they're yeah be like the watcher yeah. oh yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> honestly it sounds like that house probably needs a warning yeah they need like a little heads up especially if it's to renters maybe no one yeah yeah oh so scary i uh, like what is it and what did it want 
And why? Why? I know. Yeah, it, it was definitely attached why? to my uncle Mike, and it never followed them to another house. So I don't know. Maybe it just likes the men of the house that live there. And that poor baby. Just like so many things mm-hmm. were happening to the baby. Like that's just not not cool. Yeah, definitely not. But yeah, they got out of there. They're they're fine now. <laughs> okay, good. Good. Um, okay, good. well, can you send us like the Zillow link to it, or just where it is? Yes, I can send pictures or something. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I let you know if I send them a letter. If they, what if someone replies and tells us another story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if it's someone in this chat right now who's like, I had no idea. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, I'll send it to we you. We could guys. do like a whole series just on this farmhouse, Corinne. Yeah. Corinne and Molly, let's uh, talk offline. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for bringing me up. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. I'm going to bring up Cherish. I really do want to know more about that house. I know. I want to create a map where we can Hello? pinpoint every haunted location. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? I'm so good. I'm so nervous, but I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. No, don't be. <laughs> well, you can you can start off by telling Sabrina and me the names of the, the cats in your photo. <laughs> oh, yes. Okay. The floops. So the black one, his name is Olive and the gold one is Pickle. Oh, Oh, and pickle? <laughs> that kills oh me. Gosh. I love that. That's so cute. They're basically a little Bloody Mary. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Okay, so we're going to get a red one and name Bloody or Mary? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, okay. Mary the third, so that it can be like, you know, Bloody Mary times three. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm so nervous. Okay. So I have like two really quick ones. One of them is a sleep paralysis one, and it happened um, in the house that I grew up in, mostly. My mom has like, always been a very haunted individual. She's always had a lot of ghosties that follow her. Um, so there was Ooh. one time I was sitting, or I was laying downstairs on a couch, and I was just, you know, laying on my back. I had a blanket over me. I was watching TV, and I don't think, I don't know if I was asleep or awake. I really don't know. But the next thing I knew, I couldn't move my whole body. And up at the top of the stairs, there was just like a black entity. Oh my gosh. Can you still hear me? Okay. Yes. My phone. We're just on edge. Like, what the heck? My phone went dark and I didn't know if it like would disconnect or anything. Oh, okay. Okay. I was like, oh no, did something happen like paranormal on your end? It's the darkness on the top of the stairs. It's back to Ah! you. Thankfully, I'm very far away from where this happened. So it's okay. But uh, there was a black shadowy figure. I don't really know. All I saw was it's like head and neck. And it was like just kind of creaking its head around the corner. And I was just scared and I couldn't move. And I just was like staring at it and it was staring at me. I don't know. The ne- and then the next thing I knew, my brother came out of his room, which was like around the corner from where I was laying on the couch. And I could move and I screamed and I like ran up the stairs past whatever the entity or whatever the heck it was. I ran past it up into my mom's room. And that's pretty much it. It's kind of anticlimactic, but it, anticlimactic, but it was very scary. Um, well, it's good that it's anticlimactic because I'm guessing that you never saw it again, which is good. I didn't see that one, but uh, like I said, my mom is very haunted and this house is very haunted as well. So this exact same house, I was standing in the kitchen one night and in my kitchen, it was kind of like if you're looking down a hallway kind of on the right side was like the sink and the other side was like the stove and stuff like that. And then there was a door that led into the garage and all the time that door would just open randomly. Like it would be locked and it would just open and it just would do that all the time. So one night I was getting water. I don't know what time it was. I was very young, but I was getting water and the door just like creaked open. And you know how you guys say that you can look into like a dark room and it's like darker than dark, like it's blacker. than that. That was kind of the vibe. And I was like, okay. And I just put my cup down and I just went back upstairs. and I went to bed. probably the best idea it's like i just you know what i'm not gonna go in there right now not my vibe i'm gonna pretend like that's not happening and i'm gonna go back to bed yeah it's so scary though because you're like obviously this thing is conscious of me so regardless of whether i walk past it or not it's there and it knows that i know it's there and i know that it knows that i'm here (laughs) yeah right i mean it makes me think of like in horror movies when people like see a dark room and like see something move and they're like, I'm going to go into this room without turning the light on and try to figure out what's going on. I'm like, why, 
Why would you do that? I'm like, I have Uh, a lot of self-preservation. I'm not interested in that. (laughs) I know. Flight. That is my go-to. Yes. Flight. Definitely flight. And my mother also said that all the time when she was home alone, she would hear uh, whistling in the garage, which was in that room. So I don't know if it was like the old house owner, if he like didn't leave or something or I don't know, but I got terrible vibes. I was absolutely horrified and I just turned around and walked away. So... (laughs) Well, good. And I'm glad you're very far away from there now. Yes, definitely. And you have your your pickle and olive to keep you uh, safe. They're the best. People say that if you have a black cat, nope, never mind. I forgot what people say about black cats, but they do. That they're the best. That they're the best. (laughs) They are the best. (laughs) That's all you need to know. Thank you, Cherish. Uh, Thank you. Thank you. I love this podcast. You're amazing. Oh, thanks. We'll we'll find a way to replace this in the new year. Please. I would love. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay. Karina just put a gif in the chat, which is going to I saw me. Oh, what the Karina. fuck is that from? Karina is out to scare us all. Yeah, I want to know what that's from too. Okay, I'm going to bring up... Watch some Bob's Burgers after this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring up Sarah and then Alexis and then Vanessa. Hi, Sarah. Oh my gosh, who's that cute little pup? <laughs> that's my dog, Mudge. Mudge. Oh, yeah. Um, you said Sarah, and I was like, which Sarah? There's a ton of us. And I was like, definitely not going to be me. But it was. Uh- <laughs> I saw you and Vanessa in the chat being like, oh, nervous. What do I do? I saw you. I saw you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, um, so I have a ton of stories. I'll tell my scariest one. This is the one I tell at parties when, like, Perfect. when my friends are like, I don't really believe in all that stuff. They're like, have you seen stuff? This is the story I tell that usually like makes people be like, Nope. And like walk away. Um, so I actually used to be roommates with Emma, um, who told the alien story a long time ago, like back in March. Um, you and Emma were like alien sisters, oh. Sabrina. She had like, yeah. So yes. we used to live in um, Florida together and we had a lot of weird experiences in our apartment. A sensitive friend I had said that she just felt like a really dark energy in the whole apartment. But um, my room was very protected and Emma's room was very, like her bathroom specifically, you would walk in and it would get very like overwhelming and like heavy. And we didn't know why. Um, so we would cleanse the apartment. We, like I said, stuff would move, TVs would turn on. Um, at one point we thought there was Faye in the apartment because we would see a lot of like little black, like little shadow, like it almost looked like when you see black spots, but we would like see them in certain oh. areas of the apartment all the time. And like stuff would mm-hmm. be moved or broken or like go missing. Um, so just things like that. So the scariest, the scariest um, instance is I was kind of in like a bad relationship. Um, it was like weighing heavily on me. I would always talk to Emma about it and it was kind of putting a strain on our relationship um, as my friend watched me go through it. And so the activity in the apartment was kind of ramping up. It was during quarantine. We were like always together and like the energy was just building. And one particular night um, I went to sleep and I've never had sleep paralysis in my life except for um, three times and all three times were in this apartment. And so I was asleep and I woke up from like this Mm. awful nightmare and I woke up having a panic attack in a sleep paralysis state. When I opened my eyes, I saw this face and it looked kind of like the scary, like red and black face from Insidious. No. Oh, that is like truly. And so I like kind of um, (laughs) similar to like what you do, Corinne, I like picture like a bubble of like golden light coming over me and I like try to focus my breathing. So I did that until I could move again. And I sat up Mm -hmm. and I turned over and I grabbed my phone to like text the guy that I was seeing at the time. And he basically was like, I'm with somebody else. Like everything kind of blew up in this toxic relationship in that specific moment. And so while I'm awake, like having this conversation with this man on the phone, I hear a noise in the kitchen. And I was like, hold on, hold on, hold on. So I like put him on hold and I open the door and Emma's standing at the kitchen counter and she's like pale, like shaking, holding water. And I was like, hey, are you okay? And she looks at me and she's like, I just had the craziest dream. She's like, I had sleep paralysis. And I was like, wait, what? And then she was like, you know, in the movie Insidious, the face. And I literally was like, stop talking. I was like, no. And she was like, she's like, I woke up and I saw it. No. 
And I was like, absolutely not. Like we saged and then we both kind of cried on the couch and we're like, what's happening? And it was one of the scariest experiences I think I've ever had. And even more so because somebody else saw it too, but in a completely different room. Like, so yeah, that's, that's the scariest one. There was a few others that I'll email in, but that's the one that like gets me. And that usually can convince people. Mm. They're like, wait, no way. Like she saw it too. And I'm like, yeah, like she woke up maybe 15 minutes later. Oh my gosh, I have and also, so many what chills. What happened after this? Did anything else happen? Um, after that, nothing in particular, just like, again, small things. We saged. Um, my friend that was sensitive came and she did cleansings on both of us and on our apartment. Um, and then, yeah, we just kind of both tried to shut it down. We both do tarot and like different types of like witchcraft. So we both kind of tried to settle, like draw more boundaries that yeah um but yeah little things her like our tv would turn on randomly in the middle of the night tv would turn on like full blast playing like like star wars or like something random yeah our dog would just sit and stare at the corner next to the front door for like hours (laughs) so it was little things we ended up moving out of that into our own separate places um a a few months after this all happened but yeah it was definitely one of the scariest experiences I've ever had and I've seen like the hot man Emma's had like alien encounters but like that one is like the one that gets me (laughs) wow you two together yeah seriously recipe for mega hauntings but it is also interesting because I feel like you two are very connected like the fact that she was dreaming the experience you know like says a lot about your friendship I think as well yeah yeah, it's definitely a good bond to have um, together, but then it definitely causes like, <laughs> things to happen. Like we went to Casadega and we both had uh, like panic attacks, like in Florida. We couldn't think, I like ah. almost passed out. And then we were like, we got to go like, <laughs> oh no, yeah, good friend to have, but oh not the best experiences together. <laughs> no, you need one, you need yeah. one person who's just like so incredibly closed off and oblivious to all of it to be sort of your control <laughs> and to catch you both when you fall. I, I, like a buffer. <laughs> I yeah. laugh because Corinne, we need that too. We do. Be <laughs> <laughs> right. like the four of us. We'll just buffer each other and be like, okay. yeah. Or or, we'll or we all really just, bad for each other. The four of us faint on a paranormal <laughs> tour all together, drop like flies. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you guys for having me. I'm glad that I got in on the last one. Um, oh, we're glad you got you got to come too. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Whew. Alexis. I loved that Emma was in the chat that whole time assisting the story, being like, yep, that happened. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Oh, that was scary. This happened. That happened. So good. So good. Okay. I'm going to bring up Alexis and then Vanessa. Hello, Alexis. Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. I'm so nervous. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. Who who are you kissing? Is that a dog? Yes. Her name is Lou. Okay. She's a bloodhound. (laughs) Oh, so cute. I wasn't sure if it was like there was a moment where I was like, is that a cow? I can't tell. It's such a big I dog. It was a <laughs> no, she's huge. She's like a little over 100 pounds. Oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. I'm going to jump right into it. I'll try to be quick. So this story starts, it takes place in like March 2014-ish. I bought my boyfriend at the time, well, he's my husband now. Um, I bought him tickets to go see the Eagles, like the band in Columbus, Ohio. And we were like poor college kids. We're like, okay, we'll just stay with his aunt at his house because she lives like 30 minutes outside the city. We're like, cool, have a place to stay, go see the concert, drive home the next morning. So we get there and she shows us the room we're going to be staying in. And she's like, oh, all of the furniture was, it'd be her mother-in-law's who had passed away. 
all the furniture in the bedroom was her old furniture. It was like old mid-century furniture, dresser, vanity, bed, everything. We're like, okay, whatever, no big deal. So we go to the concert. Everything's fine. We get back, spend the night. No big deal. The next morning we wake up and um, my husband's aunt and uncle already left for work. So we're by ourselves in the house. And we were sitting there, we're packing our bags like to leave the next morning, like that morning. And we're talking about like, oh, it's so creepy that all our stuff's still here. And we like slept in her room with like all of her things. And he, we're both pretty into like paranormal stuff, probably me more than him. But we were like talking about like, what if she was still here? And he was like, oh, if, mm-hmm. if you're here, do something. <laughs> and as soon as he said that, the light in the room went off. And we weren't near the light. We weren't near the switch. We weren't near anything. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we flipped the switch a couple of times. It came back on. We're like, maybe it's just a coincidence. <laughs> so he's like, if you're really here, like, do it again. And the light went off. <laughs> oh my gosh he is like truly just tempting the spiritual world okay that's super super weird we're like and he goes if you're really here do something else and as soon as he said that there's an eight by ten picture of the woman like on the dresser and it fell smack face forward on the dresser and he was like i'm leaving and just ran out of the room <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but he's the one who continued to ask. That's so funny. Yeah, he's like, I'm out of here. And I was like, wait for me. Don't leave me in here. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I was like, oh my God, this is my ghost story. I can't believe I'm watching this. This is, this is my ghost. Story. Has one, but I love that in the moment. you. <laughs> that is so funny that in the moment you're like having that realization. I have a ghost story now. I did. I did. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing that I've ever seen. Wow. Eyes. That is um, and and it, and it does to me sound like it was her, you know, so like and she was being playful. Yeah. It's scary, but it is not like it doesn't feel menacing. Yeah. That's what I great that you had someone else to witness it, too. Yes. And he'll even now be like, what's the like one thing that, you know, like ghosts are real? And I'm like, the story at your aunt's house. He's like, yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Do you guys still have access to his aunt's house? And have you been back since? Um, I've only been back one other time, um, but we didn't like spend the night there. And yeah, she still lives in the house. Okay. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Well, there's opportunity for another encounter then with her. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much, Alexis. That's one way to look at it. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Have a great night. Okay. I'm going to bring up Vanessa and then Monica. I love how many skeptics to believers and sleep paralysis stories we've had tonight. Yeah, me too. I feel like that's, you know, a lot of those probably start out as skeptics and then, you know, let's see, where's Vanessa? And then we become believers and then we end up here and find weirdos just like us. And it's the best (laughs) thing in the world. Can you hear me? Yes. You're lying. (laughs) (laughs) You're right. You're right. I'll take you off. Okay. Okay. Bye. (laughs) No way. Oh my God. I'm so excited. Anyway. Um, Hello. Um, Hey, from Jersey specifically. Shout out to all my Jersey girls. Yep. Um, North Jersey specifically for now. But anyway. (laughs) Um, So, okay. I've been wanting to tell the story for forever. So I'll try to make it like kind of quick. So in 2020, I was going through a really awful breakup. And thankfully, one of my friends was really welcoming. So I would always go to her house on the weekends and I would just stay there the whole weekend. But her house was not great because I felt like something was wrong with it. It felt really dark and uncomfortable. And I could sense that. Mind you, I don't have any, at least I don't think I do have any, you know, sense like sensitivities towards anything. But I kept feeling like there was a woman spirit and a child spirit and like a mother and child. And my friend, she has a a three-year-old son. And so I would go to the house and be like, yay, okay, I get to spend time with someone, but I feel really scared all the time. And so um, the lady did not like me. I think she was very protective of my friend because she was a single mom. And I don't know why she didn't really like me in particular, but she just didn't like me. Um, (laughs) I'm like, do I have to have kids for you to like me? (laughs) But um, so my favorite house chore is washing dishes. I will wash everyone's dishes. Oh, I love washing dishes. Same. It's so relaxing to me. Yes, same. And I'm really kind of OCD. So I really like to know that I did it. And I know I did a really good job at it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hire me for washing your dishes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, 
Um, <laughs> so I'm washing the dishes. I'm like just spending some time to clean them up real well. And I think her son, Luca, is coming down the stairs and coming up to scare me. And so I'm washing the dishes and I turn around and I kind of like try to scare him first. And I'm like, boo. And when I tell you there was nothing behind me, <laughs> I thought there was no. a little boy coming up to scare me. And I'm like, oh. oh, my God. So I immediately put the dishes down, ran over to the stairs. And I'm like, Laura, Laura, where is Luca? And she's like, he's right here with me. And I was like, no, don't say that to me, please. <laughs> Do not no. say that to me. But yeah, so ever since then, I'm always like looking over my shoulder when I'm, when, I, when I'm washing the dishes. I'm like, please don't let there be any little spirit coming up here to like ruin my day <laughs> yeah they didn't oh like me at all. that's the thing too it's like you felt the height and the presence of the spirit and it seemed like a little kid yeah. so it's a little creepier when it's like when you know the stature of it is small because it's like is it a kid is it a little tiny shadow a figure demon? Is it a right demon? yeah like pretending to be a kid it? yeah yeah, it was now that you mention it, but I forget always that children can kind of be demons, maybe <laughs> like they come out as that. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. I really didn't like it. And they didn't like me at all. Like I said, the, the mom did not like the spirit mom did not like me. There's been many situations that I would like have sleep paralysis there. Like I got I'll, I'll email this to you guys. I have to. Um, I was attacked by my ex-boyfriend through astral projection at her house. It was the most terrifying experience ever. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I have to. Jaws on the floor. Yeah, please, I have to. <laughs> Definitely will. Oh my gosh, well, I wonder- that sounds absolutely terrifying. It was. <laughs> I wonder too if this if this mom spirit was just like incredibly strict over her own children's spirits or or whoever else was in the house and maybe to put a little positive spin on it maybe one of the other ghost kids had a little crush on you and she was like don't get too attached <laughs> and that's why she wasn't a big maybe fan. she was like you're too maybe to definitely i'm way too old for him <laughs> way too old yeah. they're like yeah. we do not have a casper situation on our hands no definitely <laughs> not but yeah well, that makes me want to watch casper now corinne <laughs> As everyone should. A nice little reminder. Yes. Wow. But yeah, thank you guys so thank much. You, I'm so sad that this is the last one, but we've really all enjoyed it so much and we look forward to having some sort of other opportunity to get to talk to you guys. Yes. Yeah. We will absolutely find something. Us thank too. you, Vanessa. Thank you. Thank you. Um also I think I talked yeah. about this in, in Paranormal News on P- Patreon, but that movie Spirited with Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds is oh, fantastic. Yeah, I just it is fantastic. And it was so exciting because it was filmed in Boston and pretty yes. much every single scene, Brian and I knew exactly where they were. There were so many things where I was like, oh, I know that waterfront. I know where that yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. too. There was a, a point where, you know, when they're doing, when they go back in time and there's a little bit of snow on the ground and they're, I don't want to give the movie away, but they're with Will Ferrell's character saying his backstory. That was right by... Uh, Union Oyster House, where we ate, Sabrina, where you asked oh, what yeah. vegetables they had on the menu, and they said carrots, and you said, what else? And they said, that's it. That's the only that's vegetable it. we have here. <laughs> oh, I was like, okay, good to know. And you're like, all right, I guess I'm, I can only eat mashed potatoes. I will here. have some rice, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to bring up Monica, and that might be the last story of Spotify Live, and it's making me really sad. I know it's so bittersweet, but I have to keep reminding myself that this is not the end. This is just the end of Spotify Live, but not the end. Yeah. Of, it's just the beginning. Of all of us. Hello, Monica. Hello. So lovely to be up here, you guys. I'm Hello. like panicking, but that's okay. <laughs> well, let's start off by hearing your yes. cute, adorable cat's name. Oh, okay. So the darker one is Otis. Um, he's two years old. And then the white Siberian cat is Luna. And she's, uh, yeah, she's like oh. about to turn one on in February 14th on Valentine's Day. Oh, happy oh, almost just, birthday, Luna. Yeah. Oh, that's our, a wee one. That's our six month anniversary. Oh my God. That's our, our <laughs> half year anniversary. We do celebrate our it. Our half year anniversary. We so cute. We'll add Luna's birthday to our, an- our anniversary <laughs> okay. event. Sounds good. Yeah. What's so, your ghost story? So I don't know if you guys have heard of like Kentucky before. It's like this thing that you pay to go on like Europe trips or trips around the world. So you group up on a tour bus basically. And yeah, so we had just spent like the day in, 
Paris walking around like all day. And then we ended up driving over to, um, I think it was Sorrento, Italy. And so we were passed out the entire way through to the point that when we actually got to like the hostel, um, we still had to sleep because it was just, we did like what, 30,000 steps during that day, just walking around. So we were all so tired. So we got to the hostel and literally I was not listening to our tour guide at all, telling us where we were, nothing. I was like, just get me into my bed and that's all I want. (laughs) So, um, so yeah, Yeah. we got to bed and I have this dream where I wake up in my dream and there's this little boy with a car, just like, you know, like the little toy cars, just like going vroom, vroom, like all around my bed. And so like, I kind of like, I wake up because I see this little boy just playing like that. And I'm like, what is, where did this little boy come from? Like we're in a hostel, like the door's locked, what's going on. And then, um, I hear a shh and a tap on my arm and I turn around and there's just a nun standing there. And I, I wake up fucking panicking. Cause I was like, what just happened? Sorry for swearing. I was like, what no, just happened? That deserves. Swear <laughs> yes. And so, um, yeah, I, I like, someone was just leaving the room. My, my back was to the door. So like, she was like looking at me like, Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, yes, uh, just had a weird dream. That was it. And then later on we were at like the hostel bar and someone was asking about the history of this hostel. And it used to be a freaking convent, like a nunnery. And I was like, my, like I, my heart literally fell straight through my butt. Like I was like, how? (laughs) No. And so I told the tour guide and she was like, you're not the first person to have a nun dream in this place. And I was like, no, 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 no. And that's like my only experience. I like, I just, I can't debunk. It was just really weird. And yeah, it still gives me goosebumps when I think of it. Yeah. I mean, you can't debunk that. That is very much um, a real experience. I know that's so, I cannot. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was just... (laughs) chill but also you must have felt like okay like obviously I'm validated in what I felt and saw yeah exactly especially because like I'm actually kind of a skeptic (laughs) but like that's like the only experience that I've ever had and I love ghost stories I grew up on ghost stories I just I want to experience ghosts more but it never happens to me so that was like my only one that I was like hell yeah like this is my ghost story now Mm. like yeah (laughs) it's a good one too wow what a ghost story to have. Yeah. It was crazy. So do you still identify as a skeptic then after this? Honestly, yes, sometimes. Um, <laughs> and I feel bad saying that because like, especially I love like listening to everybody's stories and everything, but like, I don't know. Sometimes I'm just kind of like, I feel like there's always one way to explain something and my brain always goes for the logical answer. And like, even my therapist is kind of like witchy in a way where she's really trying to push me to be more open and accepting of these things. But yeah, so I'm trying. Mm. You have to have confidence in the story that you experienced, your own paranormal experience. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how how else to explain it other than paranormal, but I get it. Sometimes it is. I mean, like my family does that. We have such a freaking haunted house and and so many experiences. And yet still, every time something happens, we go, all right, let's debunk it. And we try to like recreate every possible scenario before we say, okay, that was probably a spirit. (laughs) That's basically what my brain does right away. And I try to stop it. And that's what I'm trying to do now is to just be like, shut up, just enjoy the experience. (laughs) Yeah. Well, don't tempt fate a little too hard because we are <laughs> we do have a reputation of people becoming haunted <laughs> oh yes. when I first started listening to you guys in 2018 I had nothing but issues like in I would I listen to podcasts all day at work no for eight hours um basically so it'd be like uh my favorite murder and you guys basically you guys were the only ones I had issues with just microphone issues my <sighs> phone would shut off on its own like all these things yeah Frickin' Sven. Oh my gosh. <laughs> just, yeah, seriously. Frickin' Sven. <laughs> Frickin Sven. Well, yeah. thank you yeah. so much for sharing your story with us. And thank you for being the last story on a, on Spotify Live. Campfire yeah, stories. I'm going to like cry here. That's insane. Thank you for having me on, guys. Thank oh, you, no. Monica. Thank you. Thanks, Monica. All right, all of you. We love yeah. you so freaking much. We really and like do. Like Prince said, this is not goodbye. This is see you 
truly on the other side, which is another app. We will figure it out. It will happen. Yeah. Some other side and next year, because this is also a good time to remind everybody that Thursday is the last time our episode comes out on our podcast feed for this year, because we are taking a two week break Mm -hmm. at the end of this year, dark weeks. However, there are some special episodes that are coming out for all Patreon members. So if you need some ghost stories those two weeks, yeah. we will have it over there. And then we will return with our regular in-podcast feed programming um, J- January 1st. And then hopefully not long after that, we'll have have yes. some good news to share with what we do with campfire yeah. stories. Yes, exactly. Um, we love you all so, so much. We'll see you in Discord until we figure it all out. And we'll see you on Patreon. And then we'll see you in the freaking new year. Yeah, we will. Everybody look up your horoscopes. See what the year has to bring you. Hopefully it's better than mine was last year. (laughs) (laughs) And and Eric's just pulling two of swords for me. (laughs) 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 All right, let's end on a happy note, though. We love you all. And we're so grateful for this community. And so glad that we have been able to do this for 59 episodes. And... Yeah. And that you guys come here every week. How incredible is that? That we're all here because of Campfire Stories and all of you here, we started Discord and now we have a whole Discord channel with everybody together. There's been a lot of friendships that have been created through this. Romantic partners have found each other. Yeah. Marriage, not marriages, but like love. Love love has come out of Campfire Stories. We've heard some dating stories. Yeah. So you guys, what a special little place we have here. And we'll find another home yes, for we it. Truly love you all. And we will see you on, on the, the other, other side. side. Very spooky. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 